In this episode, I wanted to start talking about learning. Learning is one of the singularly overlooked concepts in running a business. I believe every business is a technology business. And for a business to survive and thrive in the modern world, it must be able to adapt and change rapidly. That ability for a business to adapt and change rapidly comes down to how well the organisation learns. And when I say organisation, I actually mean every part of that organisation, be that an individual, right the way through to the top table and the organisation as a whole. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about why learning is so important to me. Welcome to the Better ROI from Software Development Podcast, a podcast aimed at those that fund software development and those that work with them. In a series of short weekly podcasts, I, your host Mark Taylor, hope to educate and inform on why traditional management processes won't get you the best return on your investment. And along the way, I provide advice on how to improve that. My LinkedIn profile currently includes the following. I invest around 15 to 20 hours per week in keeping current with technologies, be it through podcasts, books, training courses, or exams. It's probably about the third line down in my profile. Why would I give this line so much prominence when most profiles wouldn't even touch on learning? The reason for investing that time and then sharing what I do are twofold. I've always been active in keeping abreast of technical changes. Even early in my career, before the availability of the internet with courses and knowledge at my fingertips, I would invest. At that time, it would have been through spending a reasonable percentage of my monthly salary on two-inch thick technical books, then working my way through them. It was always a priority for me to learn. It was how I got my first job and how I built my technical reputation. It also helps that I enjoyed it. And that desire for learning has stayed with me. I'm now 27 years into my career, and I find that I'm investing more than ever in learning. With technology, and indeed the world, moving at a constantly accelerating rate, there is always more to learn. And having that wide base of learning helps me in my work. Having such a wide base of knowledge helps me to drop into a variety of situations and be up and running quickly. Take a look at some of my LinkedIn recommendations to see that at play. Begin quote. I've been very impressed with how quickly Mark got to grips with what can only be described as a complex environment. Part of this is Mark has the experience, knowledge and strong natural ability to get technology and how it works for the business. End quote. Begin quote. Mark has a wealth of technical expertise, with a great understanding of software development and associated processes, with a breadth and depth of knowledge around the Microsoft development stack that makes him a go-to person when dealing with those technologies. End quote. Begin quote. Mark is a strong leader with excellent technical, architectural and problem-solving skills. I could always rely on Mark to throw himself at major instance and to find solutions to those most complex problems. End quote. I've always prided myself in my ability to pick up 
and understand technical systems faster than most. Part of that is through the luck of having a knack for it. But I do find the more that I learn, the luckier I get. And the reason that I share that I'm doing this? It's common for there to be an almost negative connotation to learning. It's almost saying, I'm not good enough at what I do. I need to learn. I remember early in my career, an in-house training program that I was part of. I was there eager to learn and take advantage of the company investing in me. Yet at the same time, my colleagues were managers and leaders of many years experience. And they felt themselves above the need for that training. They had been doing their jobs successfully for years. To them, they felt any training program was unnecessary for them, below them, even demeaning. And this really struck me as strange. Here we were being given the opportunity to review topics that were important to our individual careers and the growth of the organisation. Okay, I'd probably question the quality of some of the teaching. It was largely being delivered by in-house teams who, in some cases, had less experience in the subject than those that they were teaching. But even then, it provided an opportunity for lively debate on how best to approach and deal with a topic at hand. To me, at the very least, even if I didn't learn anything new, there will be value in confirming that I already understood the relevant topic well. A way to reinforce my current knowledge and put additional credibility behind it. As it was, I actually learned considerably more than that. It was actually a wonderfully valuable and useful experience for me. Even if, years later, I have probably matured and adjusted much of the knowledge gained. That in-house training had been very much based on very traditional management techniques. Many of those same techniques that I now actively promote against using. However, if I hadn't had that original traditional management knowledge, then I would have struggled to understand the problems inherent within it. And one of the most memorable moments of the training was the reluctance of those that believed themselves better than it. They didn't need it. They felt they had been successfully doing their jobs for years. To expect them to have attended a training course to learn? Well, for some, I honestly believe they felt insulted. They took it as a slight on their abilities, that they were being told they weren't good enough. And I think that is common in a lot of people once they reach a level in their career. They feel they should be good enough, or at least they need to portray that they are. Anything less would be seen as them not being able to do their role, not being good enough, not good enough for that next promotion, not good enough to lead that organisation through a change initiative. To admit that you actively learn, to admit that you don't know everything, is often seen as a weakness. Something very few people are comfortable with admitting. The reality, of course, is something entirely different. Without constant learning and bettering ourselves, then we do not grow. We do not gain the additional skills needed to take ourselves and our organisations forward. Somewhat ironically, this message is not going to be new to you, dear listener. The very act of you listening to this podcast shows that you have some interest in learning and growing as an individual. 
You are obviously investing your time, something that so many of your colleagues and peers are not. The irony is that the people that most need to hear this message are the ones that will never listen to it. My first boss early in my career told me that if you don't learn something every day, then you've wasted the day. And that has stuck with me throughout the years. If you take a look at my LinkedIn or Twitter feed, you'll see that I post a weekly infographic on what I've been up to over the past week. My weekly retro is a summary of the past week. And a lot of it is to do with the learning that I've undertaken. I summarise the current book I'm reading, the hours of podcast episodes I've listened to, and outline the courses that I'm watching. I freely admit that part of the reason I publish the infographic is self-promotion. I use it as a conversation starter with agencies that I interact with. They can see what technical skills I'm actively using and what I'm currently learning. Yes, there is definitely an element of selling myself through that infographic. But behind it, there is so much more. It's a way of keeping me motivated to continue to learn. I'm currently recording this during the COVID-19 lockdown. A strange time for everyone. With everything going on, it would be very easy to forego my learning. It would be very easy just to watch another episode on Netflix. I know my running has suffered. But, as silly as it may sound, that infographic gives me that little nudge to spend that time on learning. By making that public commitment, I find that additional motivation. Something that I personally find incredibly powerful. Even the original act of creating that infographic was an incredible learning exercise for me. Behind that infographic is a considerable amount of automation. I've built an Android app to monitor my podcast usage. I've built integrations into Twitter, Slack and a handful of online services. I've built a chatbot. I've used various cloud services and serverless technologies to then stitch it all together. Many geek hours have been spent on pulling the data together. Was it a lot of work to produce a pretty picture once a week? Well, yes. But the learning I achieved from the use of those various technologies was invaluable. These are additional skills and experiences that I've added to my capabilities. Even this podcast is another example of me learning. Back in January of 2016, I wrote a brief article entitled Have an Opinion. The article espoused the value of putting your opinion out there and then, most importantly, listening to the feedback you received. And from that, further growing your understanding and maturing your opinion. I'm a great believer in the term strong opinions loosely held. I do have strong opinions on how to do things better. Each and every week I record those opinions in this podcast. I work hard to provide a convincing argument for my opinion and provide backup from personal experience and industry. But I'm open to dissenting argument. If anything, I welcome it. What is there for me to lose? I either come out of it more convinced in my opinion or change my opinion for the better. It is simply a win-win. I hope in this episode I've conveyed just how important learning is to me personally. In the next two episodes, I'll continue to look at learning. First, an episode on organisational learning, and then an episode on individual learning. 
Thank you for listening. I look forward to talking to you again next week. This podcast has been hosted by me, Mark Taylor. It has been produced by Red Folder Consultancy Limited, a consultancy that can help you achieve better return on your software development investment. You can contact them or sign up to the mailing list at red-folder.com. Or you can reach out to me on Twitter at redfoldermark. If you're getting value from this series, please tell a friend and help me grow my audience. <laughs>